listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Thursday, the 27th of January. This is Recap, made for you by Sharesies. And if you don't know, Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. Here's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Yana Jose, you sounded a bit surprised then when you said it's Thursday. I know, I put a spin on it. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> oh, it's Thursday yeah, already? It <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> totally. Very quickly before we crack on, because we do have a lot to talk about, rooster update. I had to... Um, I had to do the craziest dance and I used one of his plastic bones as a trumpet to try and uh, get him to go into the other room. And <laughs> I, I bet you're sad, actually, that you missed that because it was quite it was quite a display. I am. And actually, I you showed me Rooster before when we were chatting on like a, a Zoom call and he's grown so much since I last saw him over video conference. He is. He's a, he's a big boy now and he's causing all sorts of mayhem around the house, but we love it. But Alice... <laughs> Enough about Rooster, it's been a big week, what's been happening today? Yeah, so if you cast your mind back to a couple of days ago, on Recap I chatted about what's been going on in the share markets lately, and some things related to the Federal Reserve in the US. Yeah, and as a reminder, the Federal Reserve is the US's central bank, and one of its main jobs is to maintain financial stability in the US, and it has some goals like promoting a healthy labour market and also maintaining price stability by keeping inflation or the general rising of prices under control. That's right, and it uses something called monetary policy to do this. Uh, these are tools in the Fed's belt that it uses to keep the economy ticking along and keep inflation within its target range. Now, the main tool of these is the Fed's fund rate or the policy rate, and this impacts interest rates in the US. And inflation, excuse me, inflation and interest rates have been all the talk of the town lately, as inflation in the US has been heating up as a result of the pandemic. There's been lots of expectations, and also the Federal Reserve has previously signalled that it will start raising interest rates to tackle this inflation. That's right, and those expectations have been causing share markets to slide downwards this year. Uh, generally, higher interest rates make borrowing more expensive for businesses and can also make a company's future earnings look relatively less attractive compared to a low interest rate environment. And these um, can impact company valuations. Yeah, and over the past two days, the Fed has been holding one of its periodic meetings where it discusses economic and financial conditions and determines its policy, including interest rates. And this morning, New Zealand time, the Fed gave an update on the results of this highly anticipated meeting. And anticipating that, I caught up with Jared Kerr, who is the chief economist at Kiwi Bank, to get the lowdown on what happened. Okay, so Jared, the Fed has finished up its, I think it was like a two-day meeting. Uh, it makes its statement to the world uh, uh, this morning, our time in New Zealand. Can you break down for us exactly what they said? What they basically said is US economy is performing well, there's high levels of inflation, and now's the time to start normalising policy. Now's the time to stop quantitative easing 
and to even think about quantitative tightening. And what that means is stopping the printing press and actually letting uh, the assets that they own uh, roll over. And more importantly, they're going to start lifting interest rates um, from the March meeting, so not that far away. And so then what are the implications of all of that for investors? So investors need to take into account rising interest rates. Uh, it's something which we haven't had to really deal with for the best part of a couple of decades. Um, interest rates have effectively been declining since the 80s. And as interest rates decline, your discount factors that you use on evaluating stocks make the future earnings look particular, particularly attractive. And stock prices go up as interest rates go down. Now we're in a position where we've had an emergency setting for interest rates. We've had central banks do whatever they can and pull out all stock to try and inflate uh, their way out of the pandemic. And we've seen a, a big surge in equity prices around the world over the last year and a half. But now the realisation is coming that um, they're removing the punch bowl, so to speak. They're taking some of that stimulus back. And so, I mean, this is really interesting because how do these kind of announcements by central banks affect stock markets? Like, like I mean, obviously no one's got any like crystal balls to, to, to gaze into, but how do they affect how markets move? They have a, a big bearing on how markets move. You see central banks give you a pretty good idea of, of how the economy is performing. And if global growth is strong, if US growth is strong, then generally speaking, you're getting good runs run in your stock market, in your equity market. So when global growth slows, as it has now, um, and if the US economy was to slow, then you'd see the, the US economy um, you know, hitting the speed bump, but also the, um, the stock market declining. And that's what we've seen in the last few weeks. Growth has slowed a little bit. On top of that, you've got central banks that control interest rates, and interest rates feed into the valuation of stocks. So the higher interest rates go, the harder it is to justify current prices. So we know from that announcement, as you said before, that uh, you know, come March, uh, you know, the interest rates are going to go up. What happens next? What should people be looking out for? Well, keep looking out for the usual thing. How is global growth going? How is growth in the United States going? And I think that we're, we're going through a, a, an Omicron-induced slowdown at the moment. But one would expect, like with the other outbreaks, that things will bounce straight back. And I think in the second half of the year, economic momentum will pick up. So thinking ahead, interest rates are rising. We've seen a bit of a slowdown in global growth. There's a correction in equity markets going on right now. But I think these things will bounce back and equity markets will bounce back over the second half of the year. And we'll finish the year higher than where we started. Big thanks to Jared there for putting, uh, put, carving away some time in his busy schedule to chat to me. But Alice, I'm so amped. I can see that. Why? What's going on? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Tesla reported its fourth quarter results, and that means I get to talk about my favourite technocrat, Muskie, or Elon Musk, to talk to, to those outsiders in a circle. 
Yeah, how exactly do you know Elon Musk again? Look, we don't have time for that because in their results, the electric car and battery maker showed that in the last quarter of their financial year, they managed to beat expectations. So they posted earnings of $2.52 per share. Uh, That's compared to the expected figure of $2.36. And in revenue, Tesla managed to pull in just under $18 billion, starting past the expected $16.5 billion. Okay, and how did Tesla break all those down? Yeah, great question. So according to them, revenue from the automotive part of the business was up by 71% compared to the same quarter a year earlier. Uh, And net income or profit was up by 260% at $2.3 billion. However, on the other hand, energy generation and the storage revenue was down 8%. And in basically every earnings call that Tesla has done over the past year, uh, the company has given an update on the global supply chain and an update on upcoming production. Uh, You know, was this the same this time around? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The company said that their factories have been running below capacity for some time because of the limited supply chain. Musk himself on the earnings call said he expects Tesla will remain what what he called chip limited. So I'm assuming he's referring to semiconductors there, not like Bluebird chips, right? No, no. Now I really want a packet of Bluebird chips. Yeah, they, uh, superconductors that is, are super important in the making of cars, particularly modern EVs. But the impact of that supply chain construction is that Tesla won't be introducing new car models this year. So that means uh, no Cybertruck, which is Tesla's planned entry into the heavy pickup truck market. And there's no $25,000 compact EV, which has been reportedly in the works since 2020. Okay, so if it's not producing new models, what is the company doing? Well, apart from continuing production of their current models, the company says it's boosting its driver assistance program to around 60,000 driver testers in the US. Uh, That is, according to Tesla, a key area of focus because they believe that'll drive and accelerate profitability in the future. But bubbling away under that is the eye of vehicle safety regulators in the States. In California, they're currently investigating how Tesla runs its driver assistance testing on public roads. And where does all that see Tesla's stock price? Well, it peaked during the day at $970.09 before closing down just over 3% at $937.41. So we've been talking all day so far about the US. Uh, I'm quite keen to bring it back a bit closer to home. Absolutely. So what's been happening in the New Zealand share market today, Alice? So Restaurant Brands New Zealand made an announcement. Uh, The company released its sales results for 2021. I'm very keen to get into this, but before we do, can you just remind me what Restaurant Brands New Zealand does? Yeah, so the company operates the New Zealand franchises of KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell and Carl's Jr. Uh, It also operates around 60-odd KFC stores in in Australia and around 70 KFC stores in California. Um, And back in 2016, Restaurant Brands New Zealand also acquired a company, which now means they operate some Pizza Hut and Taco Bell franchises in Hawaii too. Great. Now, this isn't financial advice at all, but I do love uh, the nacho cheese sauce Taco Bell. Just saying. But let's uh, move on. Tell me more about the announcement today. 
Yeah, so restaurant brands reported that its sales for 2021 exceeded $1 billion, which the company said has been a long-standing goal. In fact, sales came in at just under $1.1 billion for the year, which is around a $176 million or 20% increase from 2020. And what did restaurant brands say is the reason behind this growth? So around $100 million of that growth, the company said, is from acquiring um, the Californian part of its business um, sort of back in 2020, uh, partway through the year. So the 2021 numbers reflect a full year of having the Californian um, stores as part of the company and their revenues versus only a few months worth in 2020. But on top of that, uh, restaurant brands said that performance was strong despite the adverse impact of COVID on business. Did the company say much about the pandemic? Uh, restaurant brands said that it responded strongly to COVID-19's continuing impact on the business in all of its markets, despite the challenging trading environment, uh, government-mandated restrictions and changes in consumer behaviour. Cool. And how did restaurant brands' share price react? Uh, so at the time of recording, with New Zealand markets still open at the moment, uh, its share price was trading up about 0.7% for the day. Anything else to report from today's announcement? Uh, just that the company will be releasing its annual trading results for the 2021 year on the 28th of February. Great. Thank you, Alice. And that means that's it for this day, this fine, fine day. That, that was a recap for the 27th of January. Thank you so much for listening. And you can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at shearsease.co.nz. You can also leave a voice message. Um, there'll be a link to that in the episode description. Excellent. See you tomorrow. Mā te wa.